Well, we've come to the last major judge in the book, Samson. People that don't know the word but know about the Bible know Samson. But uh, he's much more. Uh, History has written a lot about him. And he's a man of his passions and driven by his passions. But hopefully in your study today, you saw a little bit more. And again, as we look at the chapter and focus on Samson, we've got to realize it's still God's story and what God is doing. God's story a lot of times begins with a birth. And as you read over and over again, she was barren and could had no children. I kept hearing that boom, boom, it seemed like, that she heard it several times, barren and no children, pointing out how hopeless she was. Because in that society, children was their social security, was the ones that took care of them. It was their heritage. They wanted that heritage. But she was barren, had no children. But it is also the picture of Israel to this point. They are barren. Um, They're in a hopeless estate. They're in the hands of the Philistines. Powerful people. Powerful people with weapons because they could smelt iron. But that's not what caused the Philistines to become so enmeshed with Israel. It wasn't military. It was trade and intermarriage. That kind of scares me when I read that, but it is the trade and the intermarriage. As you read the first uh, few verses, we heard some of the same similar things. Uh, They did evil in the sight of the Lord. God gave the Philistines to oppress them. But we didn't hear them cry out. That was because they had stopped seeking, stopped believing in God, their deliverer. It had gone down, down to the point they weren't crying out to God. And in part, they were losing their identity, losing their identity as a nation, assimilating with the Philistines. You could describe it as apathy, not caring. We're going to live this way, I guess. There was no light of genuine piety. It was dim. They even avoided the enemy, lived with, but just avoided those things. But in the middle of that, the angel of the Lord comes and speaks to Manoah's wife with specific instructions. Not only was she to bear a son, but she was to bear a son that was a Nazarite from his birth. And this is the difference of this judge. He's a Nazarite set apart from his birth. He wasn't raised up as the others were, or he wasn't chosen by the people as the others were. She was to follow strict dietary instructions also. You saw no strong drink and eat nothing unclean. A Nazarite from the womb. His parents, or his mother particularly, was told his purpose. He was to begin to save Israel from the Philistines. I wonder what she thought when she heard that. That sounds so amazing. And at this time of apostasy, 
what would she think that he was to begin to save? But you again see where God has a purpose. Manoah's reaction to the first time the angel of the Lord appears kind of gives us a smile. Because he needs to see. He needs to know more himself. He needs to know the manner in which he needs to be raised. He needs to know all these things, all these details. Uh, But he needs to know for himself. Uh, I have a Jewish historian that I like to read. And they they talk about him as they were a quiet but faithful couple living in Zorah. God uses this couple. Uh, Dan their tribe, is close to the Philistine territory. But evidences of faith is rare in Dan. We do not see evidences of faith with the tribe of Dan. In fact, at one time, Dan is located in an area that God has given them, and they're not satisfied, and a lot of the tribe moved north. Uh, So God is going to use one of the darkest tribes, and Genuine faith has been extinguished in this area. From the announcement of Samson's birth, we have no more about God because even as Manoah says, I want to see and want to hear more, he answers his prayer. His prayer uh, at this point, Manoah is calling on God as Elohim, God, just God. Not the most high God, just God. And then later on, uh, he calls in Adonai, which is master. But his faith is growing. And this is we see of God bolstering his faith as uh, Manoah sees what God is doing. He's a merciful God. He is, uh, he is giving God a judge. A judge they did not ask for. Does he do that with us? Gives us even things that we do not ask for? He's to be worshipped. He is uh, to have a burnt offering. He desires a burnt offering. And he says his name is wonderful, which means beyond understanding. And it's hard when we talk about God to put his name in one word. Wonderful. It's boundless. Manoah's wife names the child Samson. And Samson means son. It it means son in a Canaanite religion, and it means son in, um, it could be Hebrew. I looked at several that said it was son from the Canaanite God and some that was son out of a Hebrew context. But it means son. S-U-N, brightness in a dark area. Uh, The whole meaning of Samson history is that he's a Nazarite. His strength lay in being a Nazarite, but his weakness is that he's yielding to lust, and he becomes unfaithful to his calling. In both respects, he is a type of Israel. But also, not only is a type of Israel, Samson's life is a mirror to Israel itself, the Nazarite people, people that are chosen to be special before God, a separate people he has called, 
to worship and be a part of his kingdom, but unfaithful in their vows and yielding to spiritual adultery. And that's what we see in Samson. Israel was not a separate people. We read in verses, uh, chapter 13, 24, the woman bore a son, called him named Samson, and the young man grew and the Lord blessed him. And that's what we had of his childhood, pretty much. Sounds a little bit similar to what we hear of Christ. He grew in stature. But the Lord began to stir with him uh, as he was, uh, my practiced this, Dan, uh, between Zorah and Esterol. He was on the way. Sa- Samson was going down. There's several going downs in this chapter. Going down, going down. But he was going down to Timnah. Timnah is a, a village in Dan, but it had become Philistine. Philistines, the, they owned the town. Samson and Timnah seen something that's right in his own eyes. Right in his eyes. This is against a picture of Israel. They're seeing what's right in their eyes, not right in God's eyes. Samson comes to a vineyard against his vow. Vineyards, most of the time, are off the roads and the hillsides, and that's where the lion was. The Spirit of the Lord rushes again, kills the lion, tears it like a goat. Later in going down, that same carcass has honey in it. And he, gives, he takes some, it's dead. He, gives some, he eats some, but he gives some to his parents. The compromising faith of what he's to be about, to be separate. He is touching those things. He's being in areas he shouldn't be. Vineyards. Carcasses. Judges 13 is God moving in the life of Israel, providing them with a deliverer. But in 14, Samson is living with spiritual power, but being drawn, drawn by the flesh. As I've studied Judges, one of the sermons that I listened to said, evil days are instructive. And I had been thinking about that a lot as I studied Judges this time. And what we have learned about Israel at this point, that they have no fear of God before their eyes. They're apathetic, impotent in power and influence. Is that what we're to be about? Not a separate people dominated by a godless culture. And the word of God is rare in those days, as it says in Samuel. Their worship was different. It made me think, do I treasure what I have in him, my relationship? Samson's not, right at this point. Do I have a Philistine culture that is crowding into my life, the world around Do I spend time with the one who listens and answers my prayers? And what are my go-tos instead of the Lord? Thought-provoking from Israel at this point. But what can I learn about Samson? Oh, my. Samson was a judge for 20 years. 
chapter 14 is probably the summer before he was recognized as a judge. But he is this long-haired guy, total abstainer, who could not visit funeral parlors. That's what he was to be about, to stay away from those things. But as we see, as he deals with his parents, he rejects authority. Uh, he has, is squandering his resources he has with God. The power and the strength that he had, but right at this point, he's squandering those. He's casual with his spirituality. Am I casual with the things that I know spiritually? Do I treasure those things? The words he's hidden in my heart, the prayers I've made, the promises he's made, the times I have with him. Samson is an undisciplined uh, individual. He has a ritual obedience. His ritual is his hair. We have some ritual obediences. We chew a checklist, I've done this, I've done this in this situation. I've taught, I've cared. Um, but he has a ritual obedience. But it went no further than that. His heart, he was careful not to, the secrets that were there, he was careful not to tell his parents it came from a carcass. He was careful not to tell those things that uh, he had done in private. We see the conflict between the flesh and the spiritual nature in Samson, just as we do. But there are areas it, it, with his own eyes that pleased him. He was pleased what he saw in his own eyes. The eyes, <laughs> it, the eyes are... It, is prominent. It is always prominent all the way through judges. But first of all, they did evil in the sight of the Lord, in the eyes of the Lord, sight, in his sight. And then Manoah needed to see something more. But now we see Samson is doing what is what pleases his eyes. Eyes is the window. It, that's where things can come in. Some of the scriptures for that is Proverbs 12, 15. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. And Psalm 19, 18 says, Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. Job 31a says, I've made a covenant with my eyes, a very um, one that we remember. But also in Job 7, it talks about my heart going after my eyes. Isn't that Samson? His heart going after what he sees. But in 1 John 2, 16, For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride in possessions, is not from the Father, but from the world. We are not to squander the things that we've been given by God. We are to be a separate people, as 
Samson has mirrored. There's something different about us. We worship the one and only true God. He was to, he's mirrored to Israel, but he's mirrored to us today. Samson um, is, fulfills or starts to fill, fulfill his task in uh, 14.9. And the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon him, and he killed 13 Philistines. Remember, that was the promise that was given of his life. He was to uh, begin to, to uh, destroy the Philistines. That is not going to happen until Samuel, until David. One of our themes that we've had for the Bible study is, even in darkness, God is sovereign over all. This is dark times. Um, as I mentioned, it's God's story. Our God who provides a deliverer, one that is a picture, but in darkness, he provides light. His purpose will be completed. And that's what we need to see. God's purposes will be completed. But where apostasy abounds, God can be at work. God is at work. I know we've all had times of silent and thought God was silent. But silent doesn't mean he's not sovereign or he is not at work. Just because our eyes do not see. In all these things... We need to see in Judges that he is sovereign, the gods that provides a deliverer. After 400 years of silence, in another time, God again comes to a woman and tells her she's to give birth to a son, a deliverer. Not one who will begin to save Israel from the hand of the enemy, but one who will complete deliverance, the perfect deliverer, Jesus Christ. Again, our judges of a picture of a deliverer, of the true deliverers that's to come, our Christ, our Lord. Let's pray. Lord, again, I thank you for judges and the richness that there is in your word. Without the old and the new, Oh, we see, so, we see so much, but the old completes the new. Thank you for judges today. But thank you for Samson and his, his life, that we can learn to be a better people, to remind ourselves to be separate, holy unto God, and not casually put aside the th rich things that you have given to us in your word. In Jesus' name, amen.